Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Thermo Fisher's Career Stories Behind the Science podcast. This is a podcast for those who seek inspiration and motivation in their daily work, for those who would like to understand how finance, IT, and customer service professionals can contribute and leave an impact on the industry of science. Today, we will continue our special edition episode with another four dedicated leaders of the senior leadership team. We're going to find out what it's like working in such a culturally diverse environment. But first of all, who is the silver fox exactly? Let's find out. Yeah, no, in, in Costa Rica Pura Vida, it's, it's really uh, making sure that uh, you're making the most out of everything, that uh, you don't have to take yourself uh, that seriously. And I would even take that to, to the leadership level. Some of you may already know that Thermo Fisher Scientific is the world leader in serving science. Our colleagues' mission is to enable our customers to make the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. In our episodes of Career Stories Behind the Science, we introduce stories from our team in Budapest. By hearing inspiring career stories, in this episode again, we're ready to go behind the scenes of science. Now, let's start. So hi, everyone. We are back with three very new guests. This time, Rob, Stralin, and Federico. And it's really great to have you guys. You know, these sessions around career stories and the journey and how you uh, have you gone through. So I'm just going to bombard you with a couple of questions. And just before we go into that, I probably it's, for some of you, it's the first time here in Budapest, right? Second. Fine. First, second. Okay. So, but if you can just go uh, a, a quick round and what is your first impression around the town and Hungary? Rob, do you want to go first? I love it. <laughs> It'll be in more details. I love it a lot. Okay. That's cool. Charlie? I, 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 it has a lot of character. You know, U.S. versus here. The, the, the buildings around here are hundreds of years old. In the U.S., it tends to be 200 at most. Charlie? Yeah, I know. It's great. I mean, I went to Buddha and, uh, yesterday and... Uh, it reminded me of uh, Montreal, so uh, with the hills, and uh, certainly pretty excited to see more of it. For me, very excited to be here as well. A lot of great places to see, and uh, great places actually to to dine as well. Very, very happy to be here. Okay, great. Look, you, uh, you guys from the states and from Costa Rica, and you know, just who you work in a very multinational and multicultural environment. Did you experience any any difference in terms of uh, from cultural perspective working with us? And this could be anything really that is there anything that you could call out? Feda? Not really. I would say that since the beginning and when we started network overall with the Hungarian team, there has always been like a, a good connection in a way very similar to the Latin style in terms of uh, very open, very warm. So great, great relationship overall. Love how direct you guys are as well. So good relationship with all of the teams. Yeah, it's nice to hear. Charlene? No, really, you know, I mean, I've, I've worked a lot with uh, our shared services teams, you know, obviously in Costa Rica and now over the last few years, uh, you know, with uh, with the Budapest team. Really see good similarities between, uh, uh, you know, the, the culture and the people and uh, how, how everyone wants to grow in the organization and learn. So, no, nope, I've not seen that many dissimilarities across our centers as such. And then, Rob, yeah, what's, I, what's your take on I, look, With the technology these days, we get on the video with everybody every day and, you know, we all sit in different locations but we're all one team I, everybody's got the, you know the main same goals in mind so i wouldn't say there's any big distinction between between the teams at the different sites mm-hmm. 
All right. Now, the session is really around career stories and, and, and career journey. And uh, just really, given that you are very senior guys, you know, just in very top positions. And to our listeners, if you can just share your stories, you know, just how you started and, uh, and how you developed and how you got to where you are at the moment, that would be, that would be cool. So, Shalin, do you want to go first this time? Sure. You know, I mean, uh, really didn't have any aspirations growing up to be something or someone like that, to be honest. You know, went to college and uh, finance accounting just fell into my lab because it was that was taught in college. And then uh, got a job with PwC because that was a pretty famous company back then or right now. So we joined it and uh, uh, worked for a few years out there. And from there, went to another company for 11 years, uh, another technology company. And, and that's where my shared services knowledge kind of started. But overall, you know, I mean, it's just basic things, blocking, tackling, getting the things done, and, you know, just kind of bringing the team along. Nothing special, to be honest, as a leader, but, you know, just getting it done. And where do you have the inner drive? So what what really drives you? You know, the salary just, no, I'm just, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the drive, it's, it's, it's just trying to keep up and putting yourself into difficult situations and then feeling of that failure every day or every other day, that's my drive. So if I can feel that sense of challenge or failure, it helps me really get up. So, yeah. And salary is okay too, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. So I just Rob, have, to, I have yeah. to keep telling Sean he's not doing enough. Right? That, that's the, the key takeaway I'm getting here. So from a, from a career perspective, you know, similar to Shalin, went went to college for finance. I've been in finance for uh, 16 years now. And, you know, f- from a development perspective, I, I think it's just getting exposure to as many areas as you can. You know, I, I did a finance development program, did internal audits, and then your more standard, um, you know, FP&A type roles, manufacturing, finance. So the more exposure that you get to, you know, the core skill sets that you're trying to develop and the leaders that you want to mimic, if you will, you know, like to see in a leader what you don't like to see in a leader, you know, you can uh, try and operate that same way. There's no perfect leader based on my experiences, except maybe some in GBS here. Other than that, you just, the more exposure you get to the people and and the content, um, you know, the more you can develop. Maybe a, a slightly different journey for me. Uh, I s- first started or, or studied uh, advertising and graphic design. So uh, my first job was actually in sales and, and marketing in a local company. And by that time, uh, P&G came to town and they were offering new positions. So of course, being in, in marketing, I saw P&G as the big breakthrough going in and working for this big multinational company, the king of marketing. And then my surprise when I got a job offer, which I was so excited about, it was for processing expense reports in travel expense accounting. So it was a shared services type of role. And uh, that's where my career flipped. I, I decided to take a chance, work in the company. At least I was in the right company at the time. I wanted to take a chance in moving into marketing. But that just that opportunity never came because doors kept opening and I just kept moving from one role to the other in the shared services industry and have been here for the last uh, 20 plus years. So 
it's just about taking those opportunities to the max and really trying to continue reaching out. Thanks. And given that you are running the Costa Rica show, if you could just please describe what Pura Vida means to you, that, <laughs> that, that, that would be cool. Yeah, no, in, in Costa Rica, Pura Vida, it's, it's really making sure that you're making the most out of everything, that uh, you don't have to take yourself that seriously. And I would even take that to to the leadership level. I think that we all wear a hat. It, it's part of our job, but that doesn't uh, need to change who you really are below that hat. So Pura Vida, it's really about connecting with people, about making sure that problems will get away or, or you're going to be able to solve the problems and you don't need to take yourself that seriously. You need to laugh things out and take it easy. All right. Okay. Gracias. Now, talking a bit again about stories, I'm sure that you have some funny or memorable stories from your career or elsewhere. So if there's anything that you think uh, you can disclose and you want to disclose, that would be cool. So Rob, do you want to go first? I, I would say for me, as I mentioned before, I did internal audit for about three years in, in GE. And, um, you know, very intense from a work perspective, but the, the team environment that you get there, you know, working with your peers, basically a lot of hours per day I'll put it that that way I won't put any numbers on it but you know we 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 basically as as an audit team would get put into areas that no one else would want to sit in so you know you'd have a bullpen you'd call it and and uh you'd spend again hours into the evening with your peers so you basically have to try and have fun so we would play you know like midnight basketball games you know down in the basement of a building that probably caused us long-term health issues who knows but uh (laughs) you know just being able to take a break you know from pretty intense work environment and just to go play basketball you know with your peers relatively often you know for me just to be able to to learn a lot and work hard but also have the opportunity to get that social time with your uh, co-workers it goes a long way in terms of your mental health if you will all right Funny or embarrassing story, um, probably 10, 12 years ago, we all had cubes and, you know, we were sitting in, anyway, we were working our jobs and there was this, another senior director in our company. He had like silver-ish hair and we used to call him Silver Fox. And, you know, whenever we saw him coming, we would just go back to our cubes. So, and, you know, and then we always gather and we chit chat. And when we see him, we all go back to our cubes, you know, because we can see him coming, his hair, you know. So once he did it and he kept on doing it. And then I wrote the six guys an email saying that Silver Fox has a camera in his office. And I sent it to Silver Fox, (laughs) you know. So, I mean, uh, that was embarrassing a little bit. and, And I had to address it. I had to go to his office and let him know that. Dude, I was just co-joking out here, but yeah, that was a little bit embarrassing. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to top that one. Uh, the one that I uh, recall maybe was the, my, my first interaction with the C-level. So I told you I started in, in travel expense accounting, so I happened actually to be in the auditing department, and I got the task of auditing the executive's expense reports. So I get this uh, this expense report by some guy, and I reject the report. And uh, a couple of days later, I get the report again, and I reject it because there was like uh, something that wasn't approved by policy. Then I get the report back with a little note that said, cut the crap. I take it to my manager, 
and the guy used to be the, the CEO of the company. So I was rejecting the CEO's expense report based on the policy. So it was my first interaction with, with that level. But to me, the, the lesson was about uh, there was a policy. I didn't care about who, who was it. Uh, we just had to, to enforce it. So, yeah. All right. Cool. We're soon coming to the end of our time, but just before we, we wrap it up, is there anything, is there any message that uh, that you would want to convey to our listeners, especially for those who are early uh, in their careers? Feda? Yeah, I would say that always uh, remain curious, really push the limits, continue to improve really this journey in terms of corporate career or leadership, if you may. It's about uh, making sure that you continue to improve, that you continue to improve not only the processes, but you continue to improve yourself and you strive to become uh, better. So never close a door. Every door that opens is an opportunity for your growth and you should take the, the most advantage of it. Rob? That was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look, you don't know what you don't know. So to Fede's point, continue to work on yourself, whether that's, you know, education on your current role or education externally, which Thermo Fisher University offers, plug, but also networking, right? The amount of things you're able to learn just by having the initial conversation or follow-up conversation with, with your peer or your manager or your manager's peer, just continue to build your, your knowledge base, if you will, of whether it's against your, your work content or just broader company or, or the external world for that matter. So just constantly trying to learn and improve yourself. And the only way to do that is to put yourself out there in those various examples I just gave. Finally, but definitely not least. In companies like Thermo Fisher, you know, large companies, you know, sometimes it's it's a challenge to find yourself some footing out here. But, but always see in these companies, uh, you know, the glass half full, right? I mean, you know, you sometimes you go through a year and then you might think that you've not done much, but then you look back and we don't celebrate some victories and that should be a concern, right? We in finance or accounting or, you know, in shared services, we beat ourselves too much in challenges, but see the glass half full, see what you guys have done and uh, constantly gain that momentum or energy uh, seeing that. So. Just before we close it off, you're going to love this because uh, one of the standard points or agenda points uh, on the on the show, if you like, is that we ask each and every guest to ask any question that they want from uh, from the next guests. And actually, we got four. Obviously, I'm not going to ask all four. And I'm going to leave you gentlemen to, uh, to decide who's going to take which question. So the first one is, uh, how do you grow 3x in three years? Who wants to go for it? You start with a really low number. <laughs> All right. Next one is, uh, how do you define transformation? Innovation and execution, collaboration, probably those three things. Cool. And finally, uh, how do you grow or how do you develop next generation leaders? I'd say that by by staying engaged and really connected uh, to the people, you really need to, as a leader, uh, you need to hear them out. You need to be very straightforward. And that's important. Like, do not avoid those hard conversations. Feedback, as, as we might all have heard, it's a gift. But I think that the challenge many times is for us as leaders to be bold and have those straight conversations with people, no matter how uncomfortable they are or how difficult the truth is. And uh, that's the the best thing that we can do as leaders. And also when uh, someone is giving us feedback, just like to make sure that we are also hearing them out and that we are more critical of ourselves and less of a cheerleader of, of ourselves. So thanks. And now it's your turn. You can ask whatever you want, but please be gentle because you don't know who, uh, who the next guest will be. Rob? 
Question for the next guest. Yeah. How do you achieve the productivity target for 2023? Thank you very much. That was uh, very nice and easy. Um, Shalin? What are your top three failures of this year? Feather? Maybe what is the, the one thing that you've learned as a leader that you would tell yourself, I mean, like uh, your young self? Thank you very much. Really enjoyed it. Hope you did it as well, as much as possible. Yeah. Thank you. So thanks for that. Thank, thank you. you, Tommy. Right, thank you. This was a discussion with four senior leadership team members. Their stories are proof that a culturally diverse environment could create an inspiring and exciting atmosphere where one can rapidly improve their communication skills. In the next episode, we will have a new guest who will share their career story behind the science. Everyone can find inspiration and motivation in their daily work if you look behind the scenes of the bigger picture. Our guest today found that while growing professionally, we can also contribute to making the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. If you liked today's episode, add the podcast to your favorites to make sure you don't miss the next one. Follow us on Facebook or check out the Thermo Fisher Scientific Job Portal to join us in making the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. You'll find the links in the description. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you heard some interesting stories. See you in our next episode of Career Stories Behind the Science. Career Stories Behind the Science were brought to you by Thermo Fisher Scientific Budapest, Hungary. Produced by BrandFizz Employer Branding in conjunction with Thermo Fisher Scientific. Let's look behind the science in the next episode. <laughs>